What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Yo. Yeah, what up, Anna? I love to start a show saying, hell yeah, queen. Oh, hell yeah, King. Um, and then what? And then take just a giant pause. Uh, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, I'm so happy to be talking to you again. I've missed you since yesterday. You thought last time was the last time? You know what? Yes. <laughs> what if I did? <laughs> it's like, honestly, every time we speak, I think this might be the last time I speak to Nick Turner. You think, wow, Nick is, he's going to die. Well, you're always like, I don't feel well. I got poops. I hurt my foot. Yeah, but to be fair, that's really only in the last few weeks. Yeah. I'm almost never injured. Relatively. Is that a lie? I mean, what was my last ailment? Um, hmm. Remember when I had coronavirus for six months? No, I don't recall that. Remember when coronavirus was a badge of honor? It was like, it's just me, Idris Elba, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks, and Herman Cain. Well, Herman Cain just got in past in like a week. That I know, Cain. Like just was having a little quick. fun with him. Uh yeah, no, he 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 didn't have to suffer much. And that's that's good for him. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was idiotic of him to be walking around without a mask and encouraging other people's to people's people oh, to walk yeah. around. Oh yeah, no, I mean, that guy sucks. Don't get me wrong. All the things that guy did sucked. No. Yeah. Except for Godfather Pizza, America's favorite chain. Oh, is that a thing? Is he connected to... Oh, wait, is Godfather Pizza the... He was the CEO of Godfather's Pizza. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yes, I did actually know that. I, I did know yeah. that. Yeah, I don't you know knew why that. I forgot. You're informed. You have a political podcast. Wow. They just don't probably didn't have any Godfather's Pizzas in Iran. Uh, no. I heard it's MBS's favorite... Godfather's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Did I lose you? No, I just for a second believed you. Have a you have a podcast about the Middle East, so I, I for a I second believed you, and I was like, of course, because it's all connected: Republicans, Saudi Arabia. 
it's all <laughs> you just were ready connected. to buy this conspiracy whole hog. Yeah. Yes, MBS is involved. I, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, he's a good guy. I wonder you know, if they're going to have a You saw that headline of... recently where uh, Muhammad bid Salam? Salman. What? Salman. Jesus. He tried to kill uh, another journalist in Canada. Uh, he did? Yeah, but, and then it's like, because uh, it just came out like a week ago. It was like, holy shit, he's back at it. But um, good news, guys. It was just a week after Khashoggi. So... It was, uh, that was, that was in the past still. He's a good guy now. Hmm. All right. Now, that's not usually what we talk about on Below Deck. No, we usually talk about Middle Eastern murders. No, I'm just joking. We talk about Below Deck. And this uh, episode, we are talking Below Deck Season 7, Episode 14. Now, let me tell you, in these next two episodes, I'm troubled. How so? It was just so irritating. Riley? Not even Riley. Like, Riley is, like, the least of my worries. It's these men. These men are, like, are so deeply annoying. The deck crew. Yes. Wow. I just, I can't believe it. Like, I, When did we stop fighting the charters and start fighting ourselves? Well, we've always been fighting ourselves. That's... That's the way it goes. Did you know that? I guess. Yeah, I guess. We've always got to pick out some villains. It's it's more than that. It's like there's a darkness to these guys that like the bros before hoes, the bro code. One of the darkest things we've ever come across. Well, keep in mind. In my opinion. Riley sucks. Yeah, but Riley doesn't suck that much. Like no, Riley, Riley, Riley does would her suck job more if she didn't do her job. Yes, correct. She but does Riley her job. She just does her bums job. everyone out all day long, twenty four hours a day. She's just bumming out the vibe. You know how important a vibe is, dog. I do, but I don't think she does do that. It's she the, does. I don't think she does. Everyone went to the captain and said that it's so much that she needs to be fired. Everyone except for Kate, who, Jesus Christ, has no friends. She has no friends. And that's all she's doing is just like sticking up for her only friend. The, on- the other person everyone hates. I don't think so. I think they go hard on her. I think they go harder than necessary on her. I don't know why. Maybe they're just... They just don't. What do you mean, why? I mean, why? It's like, been two fucking seasons with this. You right. know, it's, they, they, she, he's over it. I don't know. It's, he's not talking to her like he's talking to someone he just met. No one talks to anyone like that. You talk to someone while thinking about your entire history, and it's been very bad and contentious. And he knows every time he says something to her, he's going to fucking hear it. So he comes at her with an attitude. Sorry. I mean, you should be sorry. Let's get I'm into it. I'm not sorry. Let's get into it. We're talking Below Deck Season 7, Episode 14. So we continue with the bitchy chef guest telling Kevin that everyone's talking about his food behind his back and that, like, he should go more upscale. And he says that he's really just going off the main primary's preferences. Um, and she's like, well, like, I'm just trying to look out for you. And he's like, I don't need to be looked out for. And Kevin says he doesn't even know her credentials and says she just flips burgers and takes photos of them. So I guess he's saying she's an Instagram chef. Yeah, you sent me a, a website that was I her sent you her website. And I food. will say it's not, I wouldn't say it's beautiful. No, the food's not great. This is, it's worse than you would think it is, it would be. For how nice the pictures are, you know? But even the pictures... If you're going to take pictures for your website, it should be your top shit. This one's no, not what I'm saying top is the shit. pictures are done really well. Yes, the pictures um, are really but the well. The subject, yeah, the food is like not, it's like there's some gloops. Yeah. It's like scones that aren't even that like attractive looking. There's like 
sloppy scones. Like I her was like, spreads like on her plates, like just real chunky. Yeah, not good. I was like, oh, I would think that if you like, I was saying like, if you're gonna take nice photos, like spend the money to have a photographer, like it should be the top of the line dishes you make, like your absolute best, most attractive, like aesthetic. Well, something tells me she doesn't have to come up with the money. <sighs> yeah, for anything. She appears to be a model as well, but like, I was not impressed by her website. I was like, after all Look, of that, yeah, this I want to tell what her you're something. Bringing to the table from chef to chef, um, uh, people are talking about her food behind her back. It's us, and um, I think she, for the next meal, she needs to step up her game. Yeah, I, I think she should step up everything about her catering business because I'm not impressed, and I'm speaking behind her back about it. Wow. And I'm like, honey, just because you're like bitchy, no. But you know, it always reminds me of the John Hamm episode of Thirty Rock, where like everyone just treats him like he's a genius, great guy because he's attractive. Mm-hmm. She might fall under that. Like she's just like a hot woman who everyone is just like, oh my god, just seeing this is delicious. I no. love your food. If she wasn't rich, she wouldn't even be hot. Okay, that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, Justine goes down and tells the other girls that Kevin had an attitude with her. And she's like, I was just trying to talk to him chef to chef. She keeps saying that, chef to chef. If you want to look it up, sorry, uh, it's uh, Justine Duray, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-D-O-R-A-E.com. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. It, go look it up. I would post on our Instagram, but I don't want to get a screenshot posted and then have them like come for us and her be like, I listen to your podcast and like everyone's talking about it behind your back. It's like, I loved your podcast. It was my favorite podcast. So you said my food was ugly. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you should consider going upscale on the next episode. Yo, she's got a story on her. Can I read her story? Sure. Chef Justine has had a love for cooking and hosting since her childhood in Rhode Island. She was raised helping her family around the kitchen, being influenced by various styles within her large family, including housewives, farmers, and chefs. Upon moving to New York City, she decided to pursue her passion for food and enrolled in the French Intensive Culinary Arts Program at the International Culinary Center in Soho. Now, as a classically French-trained chef, she would like to inspire her readers with her passion, style, and expertise. Justine now resides in Charleston, South Carolina, where she works as a private chef. Hmm. Low standards down there, huh? So, um, Justine goes, like, everyone, like, hated his food. Like, okay, like... I just tell you, and I'm like, that might just be you guys being shitty because his food looked good. I don't know. Kevin starts to spiral based off what uh, Justine said to him. And he's like, she doesn't know me, so she should fuck off. Oh, Kevin. So uh, Kate starts planning the beach picnic with the guests and then goes to tell Riley what that Ashton was trying to throw her under the bush o- over that morning's fishing excursion. And Riley is very annoyed by him. And she's like, what the fuck, dude? And Captain Lee understands why Lauren accepted his room over the Sky Lounge. And he's like, this is her vacation and she deserves it. And um, he just can't get over what a spoiled brat Jamie is for not sharing her room. And Kate and Ashton head to the beach to scout for the picnic. And the guests want to jump in the water because they're overheated. But the deckhands are busy setting up all the water toys. And Brian is bitching again about Riley's attitude. And on their scout... Kate says that she doesn't hate Ashton, but she doesn't respect him. And she has never had a boatswain try and punch a window out of a car in a fit of rage. But she always works with people she doesn't like. So what's new? Someone on uh, Justine DeRay's uh, Instagram commented, please quit telling people you're from Charleston. (laughs) What? (laughs) Somebody else said, you are entitled to expect five-star service when paying for it. That you get that level of service from Kevin only after specifically requesting it is inexcusable. You are certainly not the first to rightfully complain about this, about his truck stop fare. 
And this won't be the last time his substandard preparations and lack of discernible talent or maturity is called into question. That's, like, wild to me because, like, his food, like, he's good at what he does. Like, we can see the food. Like, that lacks talent. If that lacks talent, then I don't know, like, what I am. Is my IQ, like, one? Like, what? I couldn't even remotely cook like that. And I can cook decently. Somebody asked her, how much did the trip cost? And she said, it's super discounted. Just a few thousand dollars and our dignity. Oh, Whoa. explains a lot. So the guests are playing with the water toys while Kate continues to plan the beach picnic. And back on board the boat, Brian, Ashton, and Kate, or no, excuse me, uh, they oh, come- sorry. Hold on. And in regards to these people being models, Justine has uh, under 4,000 Instagram followers. And the blonde model has 35,000 followers, which for a model, she could be doing better. Sure. Sure. I mean, I, she's no like, she's not like a cart, like a Ken, a Jenner model, right? I, what are the models called? Gigi. No, there's not like a whole lot of great shots on her right there. Oh, I sorry. Great shots for me mean uh, topless photos. Okay, you're annoying. So <laughs> Kate and Ashton come back to the boat and uh, pick up Brian. And basically, Kate tells Courtney to tell Simone that she's coming on the beach picnic. Uh, Brian, Ashton, and Kate head back to the beach picnic to set up. And Simone says she wasn't aware she was going to work on the beach picnic and says Kate isn't very organized but is happy to be doing something different. But Kate told Courtney to tell Simone the plan, so it sounds like she does have her shit figured out. She just didn't want to talk to you directly. Whatever. The guests head out to the beach with Ashton, and he keeps going on about how hot the guest Molly is, the model. And Kate serves the guest sushi on the island, and they're so impressed by Kevin's cooking all of a sudden. But Brian is bitching about Riley to Ashton, and they just want to get Riley fired and back Like, they just want her, like, out because they think they can do it all themselves. But back on the boat, Riley is telling Courtney how shitty the deck crew is being to her about the fishing excursion. And Ashton is trying to figure out who wants to go snorkeling, but no guest is interested. And instead, they just want to go back to the boat to do photo shoots. Uh, Could you imagine that that would be, like, an activity you you had for the day? Guys, what's the most fun thing we could think of? Photo shoots. We're going to take pics. Well, the guests head back to the boat and Kate and Simone stay back and clean up the beach picnic. And we're going to actually do a quick photo shoot. So we have to take one quick commercial break. BRB. Uh, smile, Nick. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. And we're back. Oh, my God, guys. I cannot wait for you to see these pics. 
I smiled the whole time we were on break. Yes, you did, Queen. And you were gorgeous. Thanks. You are the most gorgeous person I've ever seen in my life. Is that for real? Yes. Yes. I wouldn't, Anna. I wouldn't lie to you. You would. I would. So um, oh. <laughs> back on the boat, Kevin is stressing and working on his dinner menu. And he's very annoyed by all the preferences and demands of the guests. Uh, and he's like, I'll try this. And then Courtney's like, well, none of the guests can eat dairy. So maybe don't do that. And he's like, okay, fuck these people. And it's like, Kevin, you're spiraling. I know. Matzo ball pizzas. <laughs> With crackers everywhere. Cracker ball soup. <laughs> Apparently, after everyone said that his matzo ball soup was really good and the best matzo ball soup they've ever had, behind his back, they were calling it cracker ball soup. Cracker ball soup? It sounds like y'all are just offensive as fuck. Is that is that anti-Semitic? I don't know, man. But I was like, why would you... Like, you guys are all saying it was so good, but you hated hey, it? Hey, you know what they say. Huh? If you have to ask whether it's anti-Semitic, Probably it is. is, yeah. Cracker ball soup. I'll tell you guys. That is not okay. So uh, the guests, Molly and Justine, insist on including Ashton in their photo shoot that they're doing. And he is too into it. And it's a really funny shot because Captain Lee is in the background in the wheelhouse just watching this happen. And I took a photo of it because I thought it was so funny. I'm going to post it on our Instagram. But he's just in the background like, smize, Ashton, smize. Yeah, he um, was rock hard, too. <laughs> did you see that and did you love it? He was like, I really wish I had my own room right now. Smize, Ashton, smize. The great thing about being captain is being able to masturbate seven times a day. Ah, smize. I smize while masturbating. Smize. But that was funny. All right. Well, Riley's bitching at Kate about the deck guys being so shitty. And Kate says they just Riley. They just want a deck crew member who sucks. Cause as Abby was really bad at the job, but they were all really nice to her. And Riley may have a temper, but she works really hard and is good at her job and even better than them. And says if they don't want Riley, Kate can use her in the interior because she's a probably a better stew than Simone. Uh so who knows? Maybe that'll happen. Maybe Brutal. Simone will move to the deck crew and Riley will move to the stew job. Could you imagine? It would be funny. It'd be like, who tried to, oh, remember when our boy Colin tried to let uh, that June? lady take his job? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty baller. Deeply weird. And Sandy was like, no, bitch, never will I let that bitch. But he was like, but I love her. And I'm going to spend the rest of my life with my parents. Mm -hmm. So everyone's getting ready for dinner service. Colin. And the guests ask Courtney to check. Hold on, Colin. Tana's on the other line. Hey, Tana. Tana. It's funny that both their moms sound exactly the same. Like if they saw each other. No, they have the same mom. They would not be able Hi, I have a son named Tana. How funny. I have a son named Colin. Should they meet? I don't know. Should they? Now, which one is which? Well, I think you're going to be very surprised in this uh, reunion episode then, if you don't know that by now. What? They, they're both on the reunion episode. Colin and Tanner? Colin's mom and Tana's mom. They're like... Andy Cohen. <laughs> this is pretty bad. And they're like, who did I want to fuck? Brian. <laughs> Everybody wants to fuck Brian. And Ashton's all pissed. Like, what? Why Why is this? What? My mom was number one elephant bone hunter oh my God. in South Africa. Oh, my God. Nick. I wish <laughs> my legacy is tarnished. Everybody get down. Do you think my legacy is tarnished? It's Arnold. Arnold's also a deckhand. Uh, do you think <laughs> yeah. Ashton, Iceman Ashton, and Iceman uh, JWoww have ever met? Oh, yeah. Okay. And do you think they. These people always meet each other. Do you other. think they immediately kissed? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. That's what a lot of my erotic fiction is about uh, Ashton and JWoww. Just like. Fucking. Well, it started off with a, a little room mix up. It's like, oh, brew, can you believe they gave us the same room? With one let me ask. Let me ask if there are any more rooms. Oh, no, brew. This hotel is sold out. Brew. I don't think 
JWoww says Brew, though. I think only Ashton does. Yeah, but they meld into, they're the same person okay. eventually. Wait, were you very buff as a child? I was very buff as a child. Iceman Connect. I murdered three housekeepers when I was child. What the fuck? Okay. That's, you, you got, you went too dark, Nick. Unfortunately, See. you are eliminated. All right, let's finish this show. So everyone's getting ready for dinner service, and the guests asked Courtney to check on Jamie because she was napping, and they're not sure if she knows when dinner is. And Jamie's like, I love dra- like guest drama, and she thinks it's funny that they all hate Jamie. So she knocks on Jamie's door, and she doesn't hear anything, but she goes back to the guests and says, well, I did my due diligence trying to inform Jamie of dinner. And they're like, okay, that's all we can do. And Captain Lee is getting ready for dinner in the Sky Lounge. And he's, I don't know if this was the moment, but he was re- being really funny that he was like, get into yachting. It would be so fun, they said. <laughs> Just like living in the Sky Lounge. <laughs> you get to travel the world, they said. <laughs> you get to sleep in exotic locales, they said. But I think they meant a Sky Lounge. Yeah. So Ashton and Riley are talking and she says it was a really shitty day for her. And she's actually trying to talk to Ashton in a calm, reasonable tone. And she said learning about Ashton throwing her on their bus made her feel dismissed again by the crew. And she asked Ashton to try and see her side of it. And he's like, it's your own fault. And she says she gets no support from him him at all. And he keeps calling her insecure and tells her to self-reflect. And she's like, well, you're really bad at dealing with issues on board. And he like won't look at her. And he says, I've been tolerating you. And then they pop off again. Because Riley gets upset when he says he's been tolerating her. And then they walk away from each other after Ashton points his finger at Riley a bunch of time. And Riley goes, stop pointing your finger at me. And the guests sit down for dinner with Captain Lee. And Jamie makes it just in time. And Kevin makes the food very Instagram friendly to, in quotes, step it up for these Instagram guests. But the guests are liking the food so far. And Kevin feels better. Oh, my God. He stepped it up. Wow. And then they're like, Justine, thanks for lighting a fire under his ass. Yeah, Justine, thanks for cooking the food. This is the first meal we've ever liked of yours. Wow. So Tanner... Um, actually, I didn't cook it. I just yelled at the guy. But yeah. I made him feel really bad. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what you do. Tanner is telling Brian that he plans on putting the moves on Kate after the charter is over and that it's going to be legendary, bro. Good luck, fool. And everyone goes to bed and Riley tells Kate about her fight with Ashton. And Riley says that she is who she is. And when she was seven, her mother married her stepfather and they moved from Alaska to Florida so they can open a bed and breakfast. But no one goes to a relaxing vacation at a bed and breakfast to see or be around kids. So her and her sister were supposed to stay in their room at all times and not be heard or seen. So a lot of times her and her sister would be forgotten about. So now she will always stand up for herself. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but also it's not like a one-to-one. You know, I was forgotten about, so now I'm going to stand up for myself. That's not the, what, what you mean to say is I was forgotten about, so now I'm going to be uh, such an annoying prick that no one ever forgets me for even one second until they kick me out of the country. And that's fine. Do you, girl? That's what she wants. So at four in the morning, Tanner has a weird nightmare and starts freaking out and thinks there was a mouse running around his bed or something. I don't even understand. And he freaks Brian out. You see that? He's like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, are you having a night terror? And he's like, there was a mouse. I don't know. It's the next day. His dream. It's the next day. So uh, Riley says things are popping off, but she's going to continue to work hard and do her thing. And Simone's being, Simone says she's being very mature about things not working out with Tanner and says no man is going to distract her from her work. Good for you, girl. Ugh. What? Except for, because Tanner distracted her all season. Yeah. And Ashton asks to talk to Captain Lee about Riley, but Captain Lee says he feels... Because Ashton goes mm-hmm. into his, his Sky Lounge room and he's like, how are you feeling? And Captain Lee's like, I feel like I've been rolled up in a bed sheet and beat with a baseball bat. I'm like, what? Like, oh my God, Cap, do you need to go to the hospital? Yeah, I was like, because you had to sleep on a couch? What is going on? 
I'm not, I'm not a fan of being uh, beat by a baseball True. bat. So Ashton says he has tried to address all his issues with Riley, but it's not working. Mm, debatable. And now he can't do much more and would like to go into the next two charters and man down. And Captain Lee says there are six days left. And he doesn't want to make any radical changes in that time. But he says he will talk to Riley one-on-one and see what's up. So Captain Lee calls Riley up to the Sky Lounge and he asks Riley's side. And she explains everything going on and that the dudes team up against her. Literally, as she says this, Tanner and Brian are calling her a cancer on deck. They're like, she's a cancer on the boat. And she says it's difficult for her to offer offer an opinion or help. And Captain Lee says sometimes the way people express themselves can be taken the wrong way. And he wants to deal with the problem head on and that and that he um, he wants to get other viewpoints first, like from Tanner and Brian and them all. And Riley says the guys will be biased against her. And this is basically a witch hunt. A witch hunt. I mean, is it not, though? Like and you still respect this person. Yeah. Because she's just... A witch hunt? A witch hunt? It would be... What is a witch hunt to you? It's when you go after someone aggressively because you just... You, your own... You personally don't like her. You're not taking into the fact that she does her job well. You're just going after That's her... That's not what a witch because hunt Because you is. don't like her. That's not a witch yes, hunt. Yes, it is. A witch hunt is when you go after someone for your own, like, personal hate against them versus acknowledging other aspects. A witch hunt, a search for and subsequent persecution of a supposed witch, informal, a campaign directed (laughs) against a person or group holding unorthodox or unpopular views. So if you're going after someone, it's because you're not liking them as a person. You're just like ignoring all other aspects. You're like, you think it's because of her unorthodox views? Yeah. No, it's because she won't shut her fucking trap up. But she's not even And do her job. She She doesn't know how to fucking tie knots. She does all, she. And she refuses to listen. She does She gets combative when confronted. No, she gets combative when guys tell her to calm down when you tell her to calm down that's when she gets upset when you start telling her to it's not like the, if you don't say calm down she's fine and easy to hang out with and work with yeah she is when she's just working that's insane you're not watching the same yes show. i am i think you are seeing her you're turning into a brian ashton okay Tanner. so everything can be explained because a guy told her to calm down and you know what sometimes she does need no, to calm down she, almost all the time she comes in she has a temper. I agree. I think she has a temper. But I don't think... She should think, not work with other people. I don't think she's as bad as they're making her out to be. I just think they just don't like her because she doesn't go with the flow like they prefer. Like, they like a subservient kind of woman who's just, like, listens to what they subservient say. Subservient woman. That's the entire structure. That's the entire work structure on a boat is you have to be subservient to the person above you. And she is on the literal bottom and she will never climb the ladder because she's impossible to work with. She's not impossible to work with, though. Well, I can't wait to see her climbing the ladder. You show me where she's boasting. Well, I don't think she wants to be a bosun yet. but Oh, she doesn't want to be a bosun. She's the captain bosun. of her own fishing boat. Oh, well, then why is she a fucking third stew? Because sh- she's not a third stew, fool. She is a third stew, no, dude. No, dude, she works on the deck team. Whatever. Okay. So you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't think she's as bad as they're making her out to be. Because in my opinion, if someone that's not that's that's worthless. If someone that's is a, a worthless hard thing to worker, say, I can ignore their bitchiness. Like, I, don't you can't say someone's not as bad as someone's making up to be. That you're you're making up these ratings here. I'm saying she deserves to be in the situation that she is in with the guys. I don't think so. All right. Well, I think she's in that situation. We'll get further into this fight uh, over on our Patreon where we only yell at each other. I will just say anytime Courtney even remotely steps out of line in Brian's eye, he comes for her because that's what he's like. That's what these dudes are like. I believe they are raised in kind of old fashioned type cultures like Long Island, South Africa, where the man knows what's right. Sorry, bitch. That's how it goes sometimes. I don't care if it's 2019, whenever this was filmed, but dudes are still like this. If they're raised in a certain culture, 
They believe certain things. And I think they don't like that Riley is so quick to step to them with her temper and attitude. Like, they don't believe women should be that way. And that's the problem. He Ashton doesn't know how to manage Riley because deep down, he doesn't even Whatever. understand why she would be like that in the first place. Because he's like, no, they sh- women shouldn't be that way. Women should just listen to me. Sorry, these are my thoughts. <sighs> he didn't care that the shitty deckhand was bad at her job because, because she didn't say she's anything not to him. a fucking problem she doesn't cause stress nobody's yelling at each other when she's there it's to be it's, they don't need to be yelling at each other all day long every day they don't need to like be huffing and but puffing every thing. time they pass each they other still, fuck that they the fuck out of my face to, you don't work here anymore they spoke down to her but because she didn't say anything back they were okay with her the only problem here is that Riley speaks back. And it's, it's it's not what it's not that she speaks. It's what she says. All right, this is we got to continue cuz we got to get out of here. Okay, so the guests are having breakfast and they're very concerned that the maple syrup is real maple and not corn syrup and someone's like, "Yeah, totally." And Captain Lee calls Brian and Tanner up to the Sky Lounge to talk about Riley and he says, "No bullshit, just a tr- just the truth. And he says, Ashton and Riley are going at it like a burlap bag full of bobcats trying to get loose. <laughs> Stupid. And then Tanner says, Riley has been tense and hasn't been making it easy. And Brian says, they try and keep it professional. And says, she isn't right for the crew. And she has a temper and doesn't listen and is very disrespectful. And Tanner says, every day there's an issue. And Brian says, she doesn't respect the chain of command and treats Ashton and Brian with disrespect and Tanner says it's building up to an explosion then Brian says that he would rather do the two charters with one person down than with Riley and and Tanner says there says the line about her energy transferring and that she is a cancer on the boat again I don't think you should ever call people a cancer it seems like very aggressive and rude but what can you do with these guys or like, so you don't you don't scrutinize the language that uh, Riley uses, just the uh, language that the guys use. I don't think Riley's called anyone a cancer on the boat. Oh, she says way worse things than that. Her first day, she was like, "Fuck you, fuck you, you're a piece of shit." That's all fine. I'm saying the phrase "a cancer" is just. Mm, that's crossing the line i just i personally don't like calling people like i've heard other people call people a cancer and i just don't like that there's something very i don't know i just don't like that as like a thing to call someone to say your own opinions that you can't even explain are no there's something very hold hold on i don't know to point out like I, i think so many people die of cancer that like to be like this person is a cancer it's almost like they're not because they're not killing you it's it's too drastic in my opinion and and it's too dark it's like let's not i don't know i feel like to call someone a cancer kind of like brings it down to like an insult like a simple insult and that takes away from the fact that cancer like it's really not a simple insult fucking kills it's a people. cancer meaning that she's got like uh, a part of you know the body that's <laughs> infecting other parts and making everything shut down and could kill the whole. And if you cut it out, you only then will you be healthy and able to live. She's a cancer. Yeah, I don't like that. Because she's ruining every the entire body. Except she's not. So Kevin is talking shit about the guests who talk shit to the him. The only people who think that are the are one hundred of the percent of the people that she works closely with every day. So Kevin is talking shit about the guest who talks shit to him, Justine. And Justine, in that moment, comes into the galley to apologize for making him uncomfortable. And she says the dinner was great. And then she leaves. And Corny says that Kevin should have looked her in the eye and accepted the apology because she meant it. And it's their job to be nice to the guests. And it's also common courtesy. And he was being rude. And basically, he's just like, won't. when she comes in, he's like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but then he just like won't look at her. He like turns his back on her when he's talking to her. And Courtney was not impressed. So Captain Lee calls Kate uh, and says, can I get a bowl of Cheerios or something? And she goes up to and basically sits down to talk with him about Riley. And Kate says she thinks Riley is lovely and everyone is in the wrong here. And the responsibility falls on Ashton because why have a bosun if he's 
if he isn't going to manage the team and figure out how to get everyone to work together. And Kate says, no one has checked Ashton and he has been a big time dick with the power trip and has been very cocky with his big ego. And Captain Lee's like, interesting. And Tanner and Brian are talking about how Riley needs to go and the fact that Ashton has been so patient with her is, you know, she's not working. But I feel like it's it would be impossible for any woman to work with this group of dudes because they're such an aggressive boys club. Like, Abby left. And now they're trying to get Riley fired. Like, I think it's very hard to work with these guys. Because they're always like, yeah, I tried to eat her out, but uh, she wouldn't give me a hand job. It's like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'll agree with you there that that's... uh, They're just unlikable. There's more appropriate things to talk about at work. They're just too, like, bro-y, bro-code, boys club. Like, I don't like them. Yeah, there's something there. Anyway, uh, Ashton confronts Kate about her telling Riley that he tried to throw her under the bus to Captain Lee over the fishing trip. And Kate says, you shouldn't say anything in the presence of another crew member that you don't want repeated. And that Ashton was wrong to do that. And Ashton says he would never say anything to any of the stews about what Kate is saying about them. But the rules don't apply to her. And then they play two clips. And I don't really get why they played the two clips. They played the clip of her from last few seasons back talking to Emily and being like, we're going to have a good, we're going to have a good service, whatever today or something. And Ben, who's in the galley is like, why wouldn't we have a good service? And she's like, I'm talking to only my deck crew. And then they played another clip of her telling Kevin from this past charter or from this current charter that she was pissed when he took over service and had the men take out the food. Like, what did that have to do with what he was saying? I think uh, that they're just, uh, it's just the production being like, Kate's great. She's often misunderstood. (laughs) Okay. Well, Ashton says he knows how to manage his team. And Kate says she doesn't think he does. And firing someone isn't management. It's quitting. And Ashton asks for an apology from Kate for getting involved. And she says, feel free to repeat whatever I say because I have no secrets. Eh, I guess she doesn't. Let's take another quick break and we'll be right back. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important dates. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish all new Sundays at nine on AMC and stream on AMC Plus. And we're back. I was able to Hi. learn all of Nick's secrets. Um, but uh, this stays between us, right? Everything I said um, stays between us, right? Mm-hmm. Anna, come on. Yeah, no. Totally. Don't fuck me. Everything stays between us. Don't fuck me the way Riley fucks the boat's vibe. 
Yeah, no, everything stays between us. So um, the guests are leaving and we see the main primaries wife for the first time, I think. I don't think I even knew which one was the main primary's wife. So there were two main primaries, husband and wife. Saw the husband a ton, very hard to miss, uh, was complaining about the food being salty and all that. But I never really figured out which one was the, the main primary wife. And I feel like we just saw her for the first time the entire charter because it was so much about like Justine and that other model girl who like Ashton wanted to fuck. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She's boring. They cut her. Yeah, she definitely got cut. Kevin jokes that he never wants to see Justine again. And the guests are like, look us up if you're ever in Charleston. Mm, hard no. So Brian is calling his daughter and tells her that he will see her in a week and can't wait to see her and hang out and go to something called Splash. Uh, and then he says he hasn't introduced anyone. Splash Mountain? I guess it's probably like a water park or something. And he says he hasn't introduced anyone to his daughter, but he doesn't know where his relationship with Courtney is going yet. So we shall see. I know where it's going. Huh. Down the crapper. Oh. And I'll tell you why. Tell me. It's moving too slow. Hmm. Because they're not doing anything. Interesting. They're not even making out. Oh. And it is boring. I see. Well, Ashton is complaining to Tanner about Kate defending Riley. And Kate tells Riley that Ashton is trying to get her fired. And Riley is not impressed by Ashton's leadership abilities and says if she gets fired for something like this, then her career would be in jeopardy. Tip meeting time. Captain Lee compliments Kevin and the Stews. And we learn that they get a $17,000 tip. tip. And I will say I read that Justine said that they would have gotten a higher tip if it wasn't for Kevin. Kevin's attitude towards her. Worth it. So I know kind of like, well, 17,700 is pretty good. So to be a bitch to that bitch. Mm, 17,7, they would have gotten 1,800. Yeah. Kate says there's a lot of people on board that she does not respect, but she doesn't work on yachts to make friends. She does it for the money. And Captain Lee points out that he's not pleased with the debt crew drama and says you can't kick you can't kick shit down the road and hope it'll just go away because it won't. And that he says, and you can take that to the bank. The fact that I'm not going to the bank. <laughs> well, Kate, it's like, for your stupid here's joke. something you can take to the bank. You have to deal with your problems head on. And he's like, I'm not sure I'm gonna address the issues yet, but just you wait. Captain Lee says he thinks the deck crew is behaving like kids, but he doesn't babysit. And he's fed up with all the whining and bitching. And he needs to make a decision because this, this is a clusterfuck. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a very fun time for all of us. Yeah, that was the end of the episode. And who knows how it's, how everything is going to pan out. I know. No, you don't. So uh, oh. is it time for Boat Facts Boat with facts Nikki, with Nikki T's. T's? Yes, sir. My God. Do you know about, do you know every fact from 1812? Well, here's another one. Wait, what? An American ship rescued a British crew stranded on an island. While the Americans went out to search for food for the extra crew, the British took over the ship and left the Americans stranded on the island. Yeah, British are bad. In 1812, the British ship Isabella captained by George Hickton, was shipwrecked off of Eagle Island, part of the Falkland Islands. Most of the crew were rescued by the American sailor Nanina, which was built and operated out of the whaling port city of Hudson, New York, and commanded by Captain Captain Charles Barnard. Barnard, realizing that the castaways were unaware of the War of 1812, informed the survivors that they were at war with each other, but agreed to rescue them. Realizing that he would require more provisions for the expanded number of passengers, Barnard and a few others went out in a party to hunt for meat on the nearby New Island. During his absence, the British seized Nanina and left Barnard and his men on New Island. Barnard and his party were finally rescued by the British whalers Asp and Indispensable in November 1814. Two years later, he later continued his career as a sealer. I don't know what sealer is. And captain of the charity in the South Shetlands. Uh, Barnard wrote a book about it. 
Wow. Well. Oh, sealers are uh, seal hunters. So this guy was a seal hunter. So he's probably a piece of shit. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, probably just clubbing baby seals. And I'm, oh, no. He was shipwrecked. These poor British. Anyway. Yeah. Boat facts. Boat facts with Nikki T. So that was actually a pretty good boat fact. I didn't know about that. Oh, I don't know a lot about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, how would you, how would anyone know about that? Um, how would I know about that? See you tomorrow. That? Because I read history. Ah. Whatever, guys. I don't actually read history. Sorry I lied. Oh, God. I'm, I'm such a fucking liar. You don't even read news. No, I read a lot of news. All right, guys. News or history. Leave us a five-star review with the boat fact. You know, it could be history style like that one. That was pretty cool, right? Everyone enjoyed that one. All right, guys. Uh, follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Email us at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Anna Hosni and Nick is at Nick's Turners. Check out our merch on Public. Merch on Public. You could be a Yachty or a Deckhead. Whatever you want. We have merch for it. Um, and yeah, leave us a five-star review. Can't say that enough. <sighs> Is everyone having a good time? I need to go switch my laundry. So, unfortunately, I got to end this episode. Bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, That could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply.